Welcome to Season 2, Episode 18 of the Marketing Matters podcast from BSA. Today, we've entitled it Getting Over the Line. But before I get on to that, I must do a couple of uh, housekeeping things. First of all, hello, David. Uh, welcome there. to the Gasworks. Well, not welcome, you're always here, but we're as normal at the Gasworks. In and the rain. In the And yes, it is raining now. And David's a bit stressed because he didn't bring his coat today and he's got to cycle home and he was hoping it wasn't going to start raining till a little bit later. So I think... I'm not stressed. I'm just disappointed with my Met Office app, which is normally so good. Got it wrong this time. So he's going to get a little bit wet driving or cycling home, I should say. But anyway, um, yeah, we, we decided this episode is called Getting Over the Line. And we just wanted, it, it all came out because I uh, was watching a video by the guy who set up the Patreon system, uh, Patreon website, about getting creative projects over the line and how much he struggled sometimes just to, to finish off, I mean, he's a musician, and to finish off a, uh, a musical project. And it got me thinking about how we often struggle as well, doing things like getting blog posts signed off or getting website websites to a position where we're ready to press the sort of go live button and because there is always when you're looking at these things there's always something you can tweak always something you could do to make it better but the video resonated with me because it stressed the idea that we're not doing this to get it perfect we're publishing it has a purpose and it needs to be done by a and I'm using the air inverted commas here deadline uh, it's not that it has to be done by a, you know a particular time but it has to be finished and got out there and I think that's very true of when you're looking at sort of content marketing and it is frustrating isn't it David when when you're trying to complete something and you just don't seem to be able to get it over the line well I, I think I think it's fascinating because often the the real issue is not that if you have a deadline that you've got to stick to, then you, you can stick to it. But if it is, you've only got to stick to it for your own purposes or for your own reasons, that's the time when yeah. you can end up allowing a deadline to slip. And I think you, you talk about us, us trying to get blog posts or whatever or other content signed off by clients. I think as far as we're concerned that we can drive it to, to work to our deadline because we have a, a responsibility to our clients to do that. But when you're effectively just wanting to make a decision on your own stuff, so we, we send some content to a client for approval, if they're busy on their things and they don't want to have to think about, well, am I happy with this? Is it right? I, I, if they think if, if they end up having to think about it quite hard, it's easier just not to bother. So it, it slips down your priority list. And I think it's the same. It's easier for us to allow our own priorities to slip down the, the list. Whereas if we're trying to do it for a client, then we're more likely to do but, it. But but even but even ours, we I mean, you talk about deadlines and, and we have where when it comes to putting this podcast out or particularly getting an email out which we send out at sort of two o'clock on the, every other Friday, it is a deadline which actually if we miss it, nobody's going to die. And there's not no no real there would be no real significant consequences. But we do take that deadline really seriously. I, I think because we have, in in a strange way, we've we've kind of got quite a lot to lose now by if we miss that deadline because uh, we've been doing it for how many years is it now? Ooh, I think the last time I looked, there were about eight hundred posts on the yeah, website. So we've so it's been doing it for it must probably be, ten years. It must be getting close to ten years, and so. To, I guess it's a bit like I, 
I've never smoked, but uh, giving up smoking that, you know, the first day, the second day, the third day, it's probably that's the most dangerous time because you've, you've not got much to lose by um, if you fail on your attempts to give up. Whereas once you get into one month, two months, three months, a year or more, then you, you have a lot more to lose, even though it's just something that you've built up. And I think I think it's the same here that if you can... Uh, we have we have seen the production of our, our blog posts and and increasingly our our podcasts. We have been able between us, and I think partly it is because we've been able to do it between us. We've been able to give it enough priority that we we are we are, we have now built a situation where if we stop doing it, we would I think feel we were letting ourselves down mm. significantly. But undoubtedly, the fact that there's more than one person driving it does help. Yeah, and I, and I think it's important, Sam, I and mean, we do have that, uh, and we have been on the, the sort of pressure where we, we've got the deadline coming up and it's not quite finished and we haven't quite got it right. And there are times when we have missed that deadline by maybe half an hour because, you know, I think it's important while we talk about things not having to be perfect, they've got to be good enough. You know, they've, they've got to be right. They've, they've got to be good enough to sort of fit your, your branding and your image. And if, if you sit there and say, no, I'm not happy for this to go out, then it shouldn't go out. It's not about saying it's got to go out at all costs. It's about that idea of the balance between getting it good enough to go out and getting it out at, at all. I think that, that's the thing you've got to balance. Yeah, and and I I think also it's the getting it out bit that it or it's the experience it gives the people who read it or see it, even if there aren't very many of them. It's every single one. It's important that you are you're showing yourself off, and so if you are sending out stuff that you're not happy with, then I think you are well, you're you're asking for trouble and 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 letting yourself down. So yeah. I think it's important that you do have have standards and it's as you say it's keeping that balance that's the clever bit yeah and 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 balance is, is true right across it because i mean i i was sort of looking at the idea of if you if you've got a, a deadline like we say we have we've got our, our deadline every every two weeks for our posts and our, our podcasts and there's a danger that it just becomes a bit of a production line and i know we've we've been accused quite legitimately in the past of of doing this where almost the fact that you've got to get it out becomes more important than the content itself and you just because you think right we've got to get post out we've got to get something so we'll just we'll we'll find something to put out and you almost forget that it's a creative process and actually the most important thing is that actually the information is interesting to people and is relevant and is not just rehashed old uh, sort of reruns. It's, it's, you've got to keep that quality creative process going, but balance that with the fact that there is a bit of a production line that you've got to have this thing ready sort of week in, week out to keep the thing going. And I think this is yet another example of why planning is so yeah. important because if if you haven't got a plan, you can just leave it and leave it and leave it and you get closer and closer to your deadline and, and you do make life very difficult and it, that's when it becomes stressful. Whereas if you can plan ahead so you can, even if it's it's only kind of back of your mind thinking about things that you know that I've got to have something done within two weeks time then I will start to think about it and that it's more likely that I will be able to grab five minutes somewhere down the line and, and just start to consolidate my thoughts so that when it comes to producing the the content it's 
actually not that difficult. It's if you just, you've not really thought about it, so you just keep not thinking about it. That's when it gets hard. Yeah, and, and also I think it's, it is about, I mean, we've, we talk about this regularly, and I know we talked about it when we were, we were talking about podcasts uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's a commitment as well. If you decide you're going to do content marketing, whether it be podcasts or video or blog posts or whatever it may be, it's about making that commitment that I am going to do this in the sort of medium and long term and sticking with it. Yeah, and I, I actually think, again, it's a classic issue with marketing that when you do marketing or when, when people do marketing, they're expecting results all the time. And my experience, the results tend not to come in the way that people are expecting the, them to come, particularly when you, you're trying something new for the first time. So if you don't immediately get what you're, you're hoping for out of it, it's easy to think, oh, it's not worth it, I'm not going to bother. And so if you are doing the marketing purely for the results that you're expecting it's very easy to allow it to stop and drift and I think this is where you have to take a bigger picture when in when you're running a business and just think well I know that if I'm going to run a business I have to market my business somehow and almost without consideration for the the response that you get it's just having a commitment to do marketing sure you you need to have some idea of monitoring results and check that you're not completely wasting your time. But I know so many times over the years, I've seen feedback or I had feedback from people from the most unexpected places that tells me that the marketing efforts that we put in do resonate, do make contact with mm. people. And just because they don't all immediately pick the phone up and want to buy something from us is, I guess it's one of those things. But our message is undoubtedly getting out there. And that's what marketing is about. Yeah. And it is about that. And I'd be the first to admit that, that you know, firstly, part I think the reason why our marketing gets out there is because we do stick at it. And we have made this commitment that we are just going to create content not just create content, but we are going to create content regularly. And it is, it is, is something that we will do as we, uh, we're obviously very focused on the weather and it become rain or shine. And we accept that when, you know, when we're doing podcasts, quite often at the end of it, we'll say, yeah, that was a good one. Or oh, wasn't, you know, that didn't feel quite so comfortable. And we accept that sometimes the output is better than others. Uh, it's always good enough that we're, we're happy to put it out there, but sometimes you have a good show or, you know, you have a, you're on a flow. I mean, a, a good example, I've got a hobby, photography, and I'm involved in this organisation called 52 Frames. Anybody who's interested in photography, I would definitely recommend checking it out. But the big thing that they focus on is not about putting out that perfect photograph it's about uh, commitment and consistency the reason it's called 52 frames is the idea is when you sign up you say i am going to submit a photograph a week for the next the next 52 weeks and you know there's no rewards for doing it but it just it becomes a commitment and for me now i think i'm on week 36 of year two so i've been doing it for knocking on 100 weeks and it's become an obsession for me, I have to admit. And it's one of those things, that if I get close to the deadline and I haven't submitted something, it gets quite stressful. But it's not about, sometimes I, know, I look at my photograph and I think, yeah, that, you know, that's really good. I'm really proud of that. Other times I think, well, that's another one for the streak. And you, you just, but it, it is that commitment. And the fact that I am doing it every week and prioritizing doing it every week has definitely improved what I do and, and made it more enjoyable. And I think it can be the same with, you, with your marketing output as well. I th- I, yeah, and I think... Sorry, well, I went on to a bit of a rant there or yeah. a bit of a... I got... <laughs> no, I, th- I think you raised an interesting point that, that it is 
you do you get highs and you get lows yeah. but i think having having the continuity of the process and allowing there to be highs and lows and not to you get a low and not to just throw your toys out of the pram say i'm not doing this anymore maybe you can you know in some ways lows can be a, a good learning experience you can learn from it maybe try and think how you can you can do things better more effectively yeah, in the future absolutely. so and then just just enjoy the highs when it all comes together and you and yeah, and, and yeah it works and and i think on on that subject it's always important to encourage and listen to feedback from people and not just be hoping i mean again going back to the photograph thing it's always lovely when people say oh that's a great photograph or i really like that or it's spot on or whatever it might be but actually the most valuable stuff is when people say well it's good but if you'd done this it would have been even better that sort of i think you need when you're putting out content and and sort of out to your marketplace Invite people to give you their comments, not just how much they like it, but things they don't like about it, and things they think you could do better. And listen to that, because I think that's the way that you do improve, and it becomes a more interesting process to actually get stuff out into the marketplace and, and I, th- I think on that it's any any content whether it's words or pictures or video or or speech mm. it actually the the content itself is almost meaningless it's the impact it has on the people mm. who engage with it and receive it that, that's most important and so we've had it plenty of times when and I've, I certainly know when I'll do something which I don't particularly rate from myself but then the feed, I get really positive feedback and equally I've done stuff that I think oh that's great and then other people obviously take a different view on it and perhaps point out things that I hadn't realized yeah. so it, it is that it's the engagement and it's the impact you're having on your your audience actually that's the most important bit yeah and, and I think one of the other great things about when we're looking about this the idea that it, it's not about perfection one of the love things I, I love about the web is it is a little bit transient and it can it's the even if you put a website live you can make changes to it and tweaks to it after it's gone live it's not like publishing a book where once it's there it's on paper so you can can afford to be a bit more forgiving in terms of it not being perfect because you can always make changes sort of after the event yeah and and i think you know i'm i've always been pleased that i'm i'm not in the printing business because (laughs) you and me both (laughs) i've seen typos and what have you on on websites or even in blog posts that you can go in and you can change them as soon Mm. as you see them and and i think I, i i do have a view that typos and grammatical errors are never good mm. the best you get is that nobody know, that somebody doesn't notice the worst is that it detracts from what what it is you're trying to say because all they can focus on is is yeah. the, the typos so but but at least you have the opportunity to do something about it whereas when you're in print all you can do is uh, if it's scrap it and start again yeah. and which is expensive and i think you know when when you're coming to looking to a point where you're trying to sign something off and, and get it published I would say prioritize and recognize them. I mean, Dave talked about sort of typos and grammatical errors. They're, they're objective things. Well, grammar is becoming a little bit more subjective, I think, these days. Um, but then maybe that's just me getting old. But yeah, generally speaking, grammar and spelling is, is either right or it's wrong. And you should focus on making sure that those things are right and that the spelling is correct and the grammar is correct. But then you start to get onto more subjective things which are around, well, would it actually look better or sound better if I did this rather than that? And that's when you can get onto the never-ending sort of thing of, oh, it could always just be a bit better. And that's maybe when you need to say, right, that's it. It's good enough. Let's get it out there. And, and I think one, a, a good test 
is to think, is to ask yourself the question, is what I am debating over here better than what I've got at the moment? Yeah, particularly this is good on websites or something like that. I, I, think, I think it applies anywhere. Yeah. And, and if you're saying, would, if it was a, a blog post, would I rather it went out than not? Mm. As you say, a website if, is what we are proposing here to put live. Is it better than the website we've got at the moment? Yeah. It, as you say, it doesn't need to be perfect. Arguably, it never will be no. perfect because different people have different views. You know, we've only got to listen to all the crazy debate that, that's going on in the media at the moment to show different people do have different takes on things. And none of them are wrong. I mean, mm. we all think that Fred is wrong or Jenny is right, but it's, it, is, it, it, it does get very, very subjective. It does indeed. And I think it's probably, uh, I'm just looking at the time now, it's probably about a good time to start to, to draw it to a close. And as usual, we, we try and sort of come up with some ideas. If this has resonated with you, what can you do? And I'm going to, David's just had to go and answer a phone, so I'm going to keep going while he's away. Yeah, I, the first thing I would say is check your revisions. If you're doing things like blog posts or, or writing articles, or in my case, when I'm when I'm sort of doing photographs, I look at the final versions. I always tend to, when I've decided, right, that's it, I'm going to publish it, I will put the name of the thing, dash final. And I just looked at my recent one and I had a, uh, it was called Overexposed, this photo, um, because it was the name of a plane, not because it was overexposed. Um, but Overexposed, dash final. But then there's an also an Overexposed, dash final, dash final, a dash final, dash final two. I had obviously decided, I just kept tweaking it. And there was a point at which I just had to say, I had to say, right, this is it, and I've submitted it, and it, it's gone. So I think you've got to check revisions. Are you making lots of those final revisions? The second thing I would suggest is, I mean, we've talked about it uh, already in this, about have a plan and also do create deadlines for yourself or just things just really to control uh, what you're doing and give yourself a focus as to when this thing has to be finished. Because if you don't have those deadlines, whether they be internal or external, you can just get to a point where, you know, things just don't get finished. So, David, have you got any ideas? I think that we, we just need to remember to be... It's important what you're doing, but it's not the end of the world. And so you, you need to be critical of your work. But equally, don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, because often you can be your own worst, your own sort of most fiercest critic. Yes, I, I, I think, and, and, and you almost spend your time looking for reasons why not rather than yeah. reasons why. So, so, yeah, just give yourself a break, but be proud of the fact that you're sticking at something. Yeah, and I think, as I said, it, make sure you do encourage and invite feedback because actually you'll often be pleasantly surprised about what people think about it because as I say often you're your own harshest critic and other people will perhaps have a more positive spin on uh, on what you're doing than you are yeah it's the most important thing is as I've said many many times just do something and I think that's the perfect point to stop. So we will end this one here. And just as usual, if you found this interesting, you can find more of our podcasts at podcast.bsamarketing.com. You'll find more of our uh, sort of written content on bsamarketing.com, our blog there. And you will also find us on social media, particularly Twitter and LinkedIn at BSA Marketing. And if anyone wants to check out my photographs on 52 frames, it's 52 frames com and you can find my name Duncan Wright I'm on there somewhere so yeah and if anyone sees them and likes them then um, tell me some uh, of them are pretty good actually <laughs> and yeah so we'll leave it there and until next time we will say goodbye and happy marketing
Bye.